0: Hello and welcome everyone with a new episode at OK Sweet Dreams. I'm Don and I'm here with my intelligent, beautiful co-host, Bean. Hello, Bean. How have you been?
1: Hi, hello. Doing pretty well. Just trying to get through this winter. How about for you? How are things going?
0: Well, I live in Canada, so let's not speak about winter, please. (laughs) I refer to this country as a fridge for a reason.
1: The season who shall not be named.
0: Yeah, winter is kind of a big deal in Canada. I know, I think it's not a big deal, and it should be. It's a big deal for me that it's lasting too long, very cold, and a lot of snow. It should stop. We should cancel winter. Please join me in this campaign. Canceling winter.
1: We're canceling winter. Hot take. (laughs) You know, it's so wild to me. Right now, obviously, I'm in New York, so also winter. You know how it goes up here Mm -hmm. in the north. We're building a house down south and they got, I'm not even joking, like a couple inches of snow. Like it wasn't anything crazy. Like they got maybe like two inches of snow and the city was shut down.
0: But global warming is a myth. What? Global warming is a myth.
1: No, I heard you. (laughs)
0: Like, come on. We have snow in the south, but hey, everything is
1: cool. The uh, erratic weather patterns. Don't worry about it. It's totally fine. All the tornadoes and it's anyway, it's fine. Totally normal. But yeah, they shut down the city. I mean, like, no mail delivery. They were out of like propane. All the food was bought from the stores. There were like no supplies left. It was just completely shut down. People Mm -hmm. don't know how to handle it with like an inch of snow. They're like, absolutely not. Send in the National Guard.
0: Sorry, I couldn't hear you. One of the ads started blowing up in my ear. I need to.
1: What ads?
0: You know the the news sites that I brought? Oh, yeah. we have these ads, and I thought I turned everything off, and one of them got through with...
1: This wouldn't have happened on Mozilla, that's all I'm saying.
0: Um, Chrome is superior, and we know that. (laughs) People out there, just don't use the Microsoft one. Microsoft Edge, they call it now, not Explorer. It's Edge.
1: Don't be edgy. (laughs) Oh, it's so edgy. I'm edging into 2024.
0: I think you use only Mozilla to be a little bit special. There, I said it. You can <laughs> hate me for it. Oh, so
1: it. I'm on that hipster of internet browsers? Yes. Shut up.
0: <laughs> yes, like, everybody's using Chrome and Bean is coming in like, hey, can you check out and what, what is this Are you using? It's Mozilla. And people would be like, hmm, hmm. weird.
1: Okay, well... I'll fight you about this another day.
0: All right. So news be news. My news are interesting, maybe a little bit disturbing.
1: Okay. I like the sound of this.
0: But one of them definitely raises a question that we can discuss regarding gender equality. Okay. So here we go. Misery math teacher accused of using students as lookouts to have sex with teen. Hayley Nichelle Clifton-Carmark, 26, had allegedly been warned about getting too close to students and talking about her sex life in class. It's not looking good.
1: No, absolutely not.
0: So what happened is this teacher started a relationship with a teenage boy and used other students as lookouts to have sex with the teen on school property. Okay. And she was caught. I think she will go to jail. But here is a little funny part of this news. The victim's father, Mark Creighton, was charged with child endangerment and jailed on a $50,000 bond last Thursday for allegedly knowing about and permitting the relationship between the son and his teacher. Allegedly, he told the witness that he may as well let it happen because his son and the teacher were going to do it behind his back anyway. Now.
1: it's fucking cringe, bro.
0: It is cringe, but I have to tell you something, since I'm a father as well. If it would happen with my daughter, I would pick up a shotgun and I would visit that teacher. If it would happen to my son, I think I would report it, tell him to stop it, but... I wouldn't worry as much if it would happen to my daughter, and I don't know why. I fucking don't know why.
1: I know that you're not alone in this sentiment, though, because I actually have another couple male friends, and actually, my dad had said this, mm-hmm. that has said the same thing, like, when a guy does it, like, when a boy does it, like, it's not as bad mm-hmm. as when, when a girl does it. Yeah. I don't understand the sentiment because gender equality, I mean, if someone's taking advantage of a child, it should be held with equal weight.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's pedophilia either way. Right. So I have no logical reason to feel this way, and I do. And it's fucking making me nuts.
1: Okay, I have a question for you. Go. What if you had a son Mm -hmm. who was abused by a male teacher? How would you feel?
0: That's two shotguns.
1: Isn't that interesting?
0: It is. You know what? It is.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Why is it that when it's a boy being abused by a woman, it's like, yeah, like it's bad, but I'm not like as upset. I'm not emotional about it.
0: Let me rephrase that. Do I know that my son is gay or is he gay at all?
1: Let's just say you don't know.
0: Okay. How would I come to know that he's being abused by a uh, male teacher.
1: How would you come to know that he's being abused by a female teacher? I mean, I would say the same way.
0: That's interesting because that wasn't clarified how Mark Creighton came to know that his son is having a relationship with the teacher. He basically said, may as well let it happen. They are going to do it anyway behind his back. So I think the son told the father. Now, if my son would tell me in a manner that he's like uncomfy, I would pick up the double shotgun. If he would tell me that, hey, dad, I'm gay, cool, I'm having a relationship with my teacher, I would react the same way. I would tell him to stop and I would report it, but I wouldn't pick up a shotgun.
1: It's just such an interesting dynamic how the human emotion works. Like Certain Mm -hmm. things trigger us and certain things don't, but I think that the mentality of being okay with an adult female abusing an underage boy And I'm just going to say it, I mean, maybe you'll disagree, but it has the same mentality that when a woman has many partners, she's a whore. But when a guy has many partners, it's like, oh, what a player, like what a cool guy. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think it's kind of the same. I'm not disagreeing there.
1: And we can't explain it. It's what is ingrained in us as a society.
0: And it's horrible. I'm trying to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I know the perfect way to actually have this stuff. If you are a fucking pedophile and look to teenage boys or girls in a way that you are not supposed to, don't go and be a teacher. Go and fucking work somewhere else.
1: I mean, it's just like if you have those tendencies i mean i don't even know what you would call it i mean it's like super predatory but if you have those tendencies what's the one place you would want to get a job they're not gonna not get a job if they're a fucking pedophile as a teacher you know what i mean that's like yeah it's like a buffet i don't know it's fucked up i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that
0: <laughs> now what is strange about this lady and that gives me the creep that she actually used other students as lookout to have sex with one of their friends, I would assume.
1: Yeah, because she knew what she was doing was wrong.
0: But how creepy that while you are having sex with a teenage boy, I think she got hotter because other students were like, I think she got emotionally, you know, an emotional boost knowing that teenage boys out there knowing that I'm having sex with their friends and they are, looking out for me you know what i mean i think it was a thing for her an extra spice
1: yeah i could definitely see that it's just like an added layer of oh we're like sneaking around we're doing something that we shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing like it's just that level of excitement for her which is fucking again cringe disgusting gross but yeah i can see that
0: it is and that is a huge red mark on that lady for me because if you're having a relationship still very bad but if you involve other children, who's not even going to get lucky, that's like...
1: Don't say get lucky. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> it was a joke. You're Come fucking on. going
1: straight to jail. No, <laughs> straight to the sh- a- You're banned to the shadow realm, you brother. Know, please. it was a
0: joke. But, <laughs> but the point is, why the school let it happen? Because the school knew about that she was too friendly with her students. She was dressing inappropriately, tight or low-cut shirts, tight leggings. And have you seen the picture of her? No. Let me send it to you. She's actually hot Tell me about it.
1: Okay, like if I didn't know she was a fucking pedophile, yeah, like low-key she kind of cute. But I know now, so now I'm just like, eh. Like I look at her and I'm just like, disgusting.
0: So you have this attractive-looking lady dressing inappropriately at school. And students reporting to the school administration that she was sharing her sex life and they just let it happen? Why wasn't she was fired before? That's my question here.
1: Because you know, if a male teacher was reported for sharing their sex life and dressing inappropriately, I can't even imagine what that would mean for a man. I guess like wearing pants that are too tight or something, I don't know. But dressing inappropriately and speaking about their sex life with children, he'd be fired like fast. I don't know, gender equality is not here. We're not there yet.
0: Yeah, apparently we are not. And this is fucking disturbing to me that I would report it, but if it would happen with my son, and especially I would know the teacher's looking like this, I know it would be a losing bottle telling my son, don't fuck your teacher, son. It is a losing bottle. I'm sorry.
1: No teenage boy wants to hear,
0: don't fuck your sexy teacher, son. <laughs> don't even think about dipping don't your dick there. Don't think about
1: it.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. So, uh, again, please, if you're a pedophile, go work at McDonald's. No, a lot of children go to McDonald's. Yeah,
1: they're all up in that ball pit, bro. I don't know if that's appropriate. (laughs) Yeah, wait. (laughs) Where
0: should we send them, Bin?
1: I don't know. Do something online work there.
0: Don't go and work as a teacher, though.
1: Didn't you have a similar situation when you were young with an adult woman? I
0: did. I did, yeah. I was 14. Yeah. Okay, how old was she? She was 20-ish, 20, 21.
1: Okay, do you feel like now, after all this time has passed, that you were abused? Fucking no. Oh my God.
0: I'm sorry, no. I was, for- <laughs> I was a 14-year-old teenage boy, and um, that family moved near to our estate where I lived. There was this beautiful 20-year-old girl, and she taught me everything during that summer. And she knew I was a virgin.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Uh,
0: I was fucking happy. Best summer of my entire life.
1: <laughs> okay. So I guess that stuff is really subjective. And
0: wait a second. When I say teaching, she was literally teaching. Like she was like,
1: whoo. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, that just fucking debunks my segue. But I mean, Okay. You might not feel like you were abused, but I feel like you were abused. Well, I
0: didn't tell my parents that I'm getting lucky like several times during yeah. that summer.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> I,
0: it was, it was amazing. When like a lot of girls who was screaming my name, they should have screamed her name.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> that's pure honesty, that
0: girl. Do yeah, you honestly, have any time you
1: want? I respect it. I just feel like some of the experiences that I had as a teenager, I look back and I'm just like, holy shit, like I was not like mentally developed enough to be making like certain choices. And I feel like mm-hmm. as a teenager, like I was, um, I don't know, people take advantage. So I felt like in, in certain situations I was taken advantage of. And in mm-hmm. this case, you don't feel that way. I mean, you're you've matured now fully, your brain is fully developed. And if you don't feel that way, I mean, I can't put that on you. I can't be like, no, you were abused. I mean, you were, but You don't feel that way. I don't
0: feel abused, but it's a little bit creepy that she was into me. I don't know why. I don't know the why. Why would you start a summer relationship with a 14-year-old? And then the end, of course, I was madly love with her. And I was like, you should move to our, ho-. like, you know, as a stupid 14-year-old boy would be, <laughs> like, I wanted to get it every day, like, just because summer ends, it's not then. <laughs> so I was like this little cringe, clingy, teenage, love-struck boy trying to get her to stay with me forever. And she said, nah.
1: Nah, bro. No, you're about to age out. You know what I mean? You're about to get into, like, the you're too old for me section oh like i'm too old Whoa. you're too <laughs> old for <her>. you were <laughs> aging out bro <laughs>
0: you are losing your boyish
1: cute look. <laughs> that's you're you mean. You're not a ripe peach anymore you're fucking done bro you're out
0: but that's an interesting question do you think the son creighton's son do you think he he felt he was abused or he was just like me like oh my god i'm fucking super lucky here
1: I think just based on what you said, I can draw a conclusion that he did not feel like he was abused.
0: Mm -hmm. But it's still pedophilia, so I think she should, as a father as well, I think she should go to jail, and I would report it, but would I pick up the shotgun? I probably wouldn't. The main question is, would I be secretly proud of my son that she can nail a 20-some? I don't want to answer that question, Your Honor.
1: (laughs) I'm not going on the (laughs) record in saying that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, I probably would be mad, but it's not a pickup shotgun offense in my book. And again, it's horrible that I feel this way, but I think a lot of people does.
1: It's interesting. I feel like women have like a more maternal instinct of protection. So, I mean, I'm not a mom. I, I don't plan on having children, but I can in a way put myself in a mother's shoes and I would feel exactly the same if my son or if my daughter were being abused by an adult. I think it's a maternal urge. Uh, it could
0: be because moms. Yeah, I can see a mom defending the son getting any. I can see a mom. It's harder to picture a dad defending their son getting any. But
1: you're saying getting any. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Okay, uh. <laughs> you didn't like Lucky, so I'm saying any. You have problem with any Lucky. You know what? Just abuse. Just give me, just give me a noun that you are okay
1: with. Just give me a fucking now. Abused, groomed. I don't know. I don't.
0: Okay, listen. Okay. The reason why I don't use abused. Maybe I should use abused
1: anyway. But it's tricky because okay, the victim does not feel like they're being abused. Potentially. Right. However, in the eyes of the law, they are being abused. Right.
0: That's why I would report it still. Yeah. If you really think about it, there is a reason that I never told it to my dad or my mom. She didn't need to tell me, don't tell your parents. I know it was something she was not supposed to do. Did I get even harder for because of that? Of course I did. Oh my God, we are doing something
1: illegal in a secret that was like fucking cocaine on top of everything. Oh shit. You little goofy goober, you. Being all groomed and stuff. You're like, no, I wasn't. In that scenario,
0: according to your book, I was a victim. So you cannot blame the victim though. No, I'm not. Oh wow, I'm saying. I'm not. Hello there. I was victimized. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> hey, do you want to share your lock and key analogy? Because I'd like our viewers to hear that.
0: Okay. So you guys need to know that near our estate was a village and I had a friend there and they had this old grandpa. So that grandpa was growing up in the 1920s, right? So he told us this analogy that imagine having a key that can open every door that's like a fucking great key right but imagine having a lock that opens to every key that's a very shitty lock so basically that's the difference of boys having a lot of girls and girls having a lot of boys and i disagree with that but i think it's quite smart
1: Ew, it makes me, it's, like, so, it fucking makes me so, like, that feral feminine rage, like, it pisses me off so bad, because that's just, like, that's deep-rooted misogyny, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not, like, getting all worked up about it, like, it's whatever, like, it's fucking silly, but that's just, like, that confirmation bias that men use to be, like, yeah, like, see, when we do it, like, it's so cool, like, what a good key, but when women do it, ugh. Who wants a used up lock? Like what the fuck? <laughs> like who sat there.
0: Not used up. Not used up lock. A lock <laughs> that doesn't keep anything secret. You know it just opens up to every key. Come on. Not yeah. used up. But yeah, I like it as a joke because I think as a joke you can have a little giggle about it. But
1: It's silly, yeah. It is
0: what it is. It it was a silly joke coming from the 1920s basically. But It struck me very deeply because I still remember it. Like, I heard it when I was, what, 12 to 15?
1: Yeah, so when you had your chance at 14, you were like, I'm going to open that lock.
0: I'm going to fall. I got the best key for that (laughs) lock.
1: Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like men that are threatened by women having, like, multiple partners i think that just stems from like a place of insecurity like you don't want women to have anything to compare your shitty sex to i'm not talking about you not you don your shitty sex but like (laughs) men in general (laughs) you know what i mean they just don't want that kind of competition
0: um i kind of see that and i wouldn't care about it because i think hey if i'm not living up to your expectations then Maybe you can teach me something more. I never came across to a girl who wasn't, you know, or maybe they never told me. But the point is, I wouldn't feel bad if a girl would tell me, hey, can you do this? And I would be like, oh, fuck you, girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would get the boost out of it hmm. that she wants something special from me.
1: Yeah, I think that's the good mentality. I mean, having, like, good sex and, like, that's part of a healthy relationship. I'm sorry if people disagree with me, but Having good sex is part of a healthy relationship. So if you can't have like open communication, like, hey, I don't like this. Or, hey, can you do more of this? I mean, your sex life is going to suck. It's going to be boring. Like, stop fucking getting sensitive about it. Men and women, like, don't get sensitive about it. Just like, everybody's different. Everyone has different tastes. Mm -hmm. So, okay, thank you.
0: Yeah, and the other thing is, like, if you really think about it, do you really want a partner who didn't have any experience out there? I wouldn't. Honestly saying that I think it's easier to be faithful to your partner if you have a good book in your mind that you can turn to when something is getting boring. But maybe that's just... Oh, like
1: your Rolodex of different sexual experiences? Exactly. Yeah, "Yeah." exactly. Here, let me try this. Like, this is something that worked before. Let's spice it up with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I can see that. I can see either one working. The thing that like, I would be worried about is being with someone who's like, not super sexually experienced and them just being like, man, like, what else is out there, though? You know what I mean? You try like the base level coffee and you're like, this is nice. But then later in life, you're like, let me try a cappuccino. And you're like, yeah, that was pretty cool. What about a macchiato? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got to have some experiences before you figure out what's your favorite.
0: Yeah, but for example, my wife had two partners before me. She had a high school sweetheart, boy, kinda, and then in one college, she literally told me her first orgasm was with me.
1: Aww, that's so cute. That's so romantic. Yeah, and she was blown away with our
0: first intercourse. She was like, oh my god, (laughs) and it was like, (laughs) that's cool. And we really talked about this, like you don't feel like you're missing on that because she never had the whole phase in a sense yeah and she told me she's very emotional when it's coming to sex so she needs to have feelings for it for the other person because she's shy and she has no reason to be shy she's a fucking babe but yeah it's interesting for her I think I'm the jackpot in that sense because I do have the experience and we still explore things together and you know very well when you gave us some things to try out and we fucking loved it
1: (laughs) nice
0: there's nothing wrong with that like come on like if we cannot talk about sex uh, sex is the best part of life come on this is literally for reproduction to keep the
1: humanity alive that's why they made it feel so good they had to give the incentive like if sex was boring then people wouldn't reproduce like (laughs) exactly that's 100 percent true yeah for me personally, I think the two best things in life are like really good food and good coffee and sex.
0: Or food and a woman. That's the best thing. Like, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I never had a ho phase. And I don't say that I like regret it. But like sometimes I'm just like, man, I don't know.
0: It's funny you say that. It's never late bean. Like I love rollover and you shouldn't have a... <laughs> but if something happens... God forbid. Right. It's never late. You know what I mean?
1: No, like, I've made jokes about it before. I'll just be like, yeah, like, if it ever doesn't work out, I'm going to be a fucking hoe. I'm going to be out there. I'm not committing to anybody. I'm not getting emotional about anybody. Because I'm very much like you mentioned with Rachel. Oh
0: my god. Now you that you said that, Bean, you're going to fall in love with someone so fast.
1: No, I'm not. You I'm serious You yourself. This time. <laughs> you fucking cur- You oh never say that you're
0: not going to fall in love. I'm serious. The universe will fuck you in the ass so bad. <laughs> you said It's in just... Love with- oh my... <laughs> If anything's happened between them, being next day completely out for a boy. No, I've
1: been doing that shit. Like, I literally have been, I've not had a ton of sexual partners. Like, I mean, let me think. Like, I think I'm at like four.
0: So that's reality in 12. You know, the American pie rule. If a girl tells you how many sexual partners they have, you multiply by three. No, I have not. If a boy tells you, you divide it by three.
1: Oh my God. No, but four for real so
0: we know it's 12 but
1: it's not 12 i'm gonna kill you um but i've not had like long periods of like being single Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because i do like what you just implied that i just like kind of like fall hard for people and i'm telling you it's not gonna happen if anything happened between me and rollover it's not happening i am like not getting emotionally attached i'm not like staring into their eyes i'm not doing it being we're not gonna hold hands. Can yeah, you
0: grab pen and paper and write it down, please? And sign it and date it, and send <laughs> I'm not me a falling picture, in love. please? <laughs> please do it because oh my God. it happened literally. My friend was coming out of this uh, high school sweetheart, went to college, attended, you know, and he was like, "I'm done. I'm not gonna fall in love." So basically, ninth grade, they fell in love. It ended in 12th grade. And he was like, I'm going to be a fucking player now. I, wanna, I want experience. <laughs> Fuck love. I'm not falling in love. I shit you not. First day in college. Boom. The boy was done.
1: God damn.
0: And he actually married that girl.
1: Oh my gosh. That's actually so cute. So
0: don't ever say, if you want to have a whole face, boys, girls out there, don't say that you are done with love. Don't you ever say that because the universe <laughs> will fuck you in the air and may drop the only one you need right in front of you to prove you wrong.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Anyway, Bean, oh my god, we
1: chatted away a lot
0: with this news. So this yeah, news I don't know news, how we got
1: here. That was fun though. Yeah,
0: this news wasn't really like mind-blowingly shocking news, but the topic I think was interesting to mention. That's why I brought this one.
1: Nice, I like it.
0: What did you bring for us though? And now everyone sit down.
1: The fun is over.
0: Grab your teddy bear and start sucking on your finger because this is where the scary part comes of our Yeah, show. the fun
1: is over. I'm about to fucking break up this love fest up in here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um I saw this story on TikTok and I started doing a little bit of research about it. So there was a man, 41 years old, who died of a perforated bowel in prison, and I just want to like tell you about this. It was like super fucked up. I saw the video He was basically crawling around on his hands and knees right in front of a corrections officer nurse and in front of an officer. And they just basically let him die. In a Minnesota jail. So you want me to tell you about it?
0: I have one question. Okay. Why the prison system is so fucked up in your country?
1: I don't know.
0: They don't have like basic healthcare system established in a prison facility. Why let a man Like, I just cannot imagine me, let's say I'm a prison guard. I'm going to be honest, I probably wouldn't risk my life for another prisoner. But if someone's coming for me to help, that's just basic humanity. You know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with people?
1: Yeah, that's what was so chilling about the footage that I watched, because he literally, at that point, was in such bad shape. He had gone from, like, telling them, hey, something's not right, to literally crawling around like he was unable to walk he was in such severe pain so this is how it started though back in uh 2022 so this is just now coming to like a lawsuit against the um prison yeah so that's how it's like kind of breaking right now but basically he was arrested on charges of fleeing from the police in a suspected stolen vehicle he had brass knuckles like whatever so he gets arrested during the jail intake he told the staff that he had ingested a bag of drugs So he was like worried about that, you know, because sometimes it can rupture, it can, like, it's bad shit, right? Yeah, he did
0: a stupid thing. He got caught and he was like, maybe it's best if they take it out.
1: Yeah, so they sent him to the county medical center. Mm -hmm. They monitored him for a while and they returned him to the care of the jail. The medical staff instructed them if he experiences any symptoms whatsoever, bring him back, keep an eye on him, basically. Mm -hmm. So some time had passed, he started to feel pain. He reported it to the jail staff. They ignored it. He at some point was like begging them for help and they just kept ignoring him. And then the last bit was him being unable to walk. He was in so much pain. And then eventually like there is like footage of him dying on the ground because...
0: I wouldn't do it to an animal. No. I couldn't do this to an animal. And I'm not an animal. I love love animals in pictures. That's me. (laughs) But if I would see an animal suffering like that, even for an animal, I would try to get help. I don't know, man.
1: It's just so crazy to me because nobody deserves this.
0: Nobody, no.
1: And and so I, I really shouldn't even be saying, but but he was there for like minimal, it wasn't a big deal. Like, okay, you stole a car, but you don't deserve to, nobody deserves this, but you don't deserve to die on the floor of a jail.
0: Begging for help.
1: Begging for help, yeah. So after he eventually did, Parish, you know they do the autopsy and they found that he had a perforated bowel, like Mm. a totally treatable, like totally not life-threatening injury. Yeah. With the proper care. And what's so fucked up is the hospital literally said, "Keep an eye on him. If he exhibits any concerning symptoms, bring him back." And he's like, "Hey, not feeling so good. Hey, I'm dying here. Hi, it's getting worse. The pain is Uh getting worse. Hey, I think I'm fucking dying. Hello, help me."
0: And they were just like nonchalant about it. Okay, get back in line kind of deal yeah do you know if they got fired the staff that we approached and refused to help him
1: i'm not entirely sure i'm gonna have to do some more research on that maybe we can do an update but i just saw this and i just fucking couldn't believe it like it just was like nightmare shit and it's wild that this week and the week before i both had like jail related misconduct stories it's just like i guess easy pickings here in the u.s it's like not hard to find
0: what's shocking to me about this news is basically how cold some people can be. This is not. Sorry, I'm having a stroke. This is not normal. If someone can just watch another people die without any feeling, and I say they probably didn't have any sympathetic feeling or empathy toward that man because they literally let him die.
1: Yeah, I'm not even giving the jail the benefit of the doubt here, but for the correctional nurse to just look and take no action especially that's your job like you can't tell me that she was unaware that this was something serious I don't know
0: do you think it could have been that the warning by the hospital wasn't notified properly to the prison staff
1: no I don't believe so I don't see how they had to have known that he ingested the bag which is ultimately what perforated his bowel but I just don't see how. I don't see how there could be such a miscommunication. But listen to this. In this lawsuit, they said that this man's death was among 15 at the jail since 2015, including eight within the past two years. Mm -hmm. It alleges that checks on inmates' well-being have fallen short of standards, and such was the case with this man. Fifteen deaths since 2015 and eight in the past two years. It's not looking good.
0: And I wonder how many of those deaths could have been avoided just as easily by providing proper medical health care for those people yeah like i know and i understand that uh, people out there might not be as sympathetic towards people in prison but again you can get in jail to fucking possess weed really in the us not in canada oh canada <laughs> but oh, shit. you know what i mean you don't need to be like a fucking worse human being to end up in prison that's my point basically yeah you definitely make some wrong choices right but it doesn't necessarily mean you are the scum of the human society in my book at least it doesn't mean that
1: and i mean even if you are the fucking scum of human society as a society in the time period that we're in we have human rights, like we have basic level rules against having this like cruel and inhumane punishment yeah. and treatment and letting a man crawl around until he dies on something that was totally treatable. I mean, that's beyond the realm of that. So,
0: And the other thing that kind of strikes me about this news is I think prison staff, before they're getting accepted to work there, don't they need to go through some sort of psychological test that they are not psychopaths? that wanna work there to actually torture people and shit like that.
1: I don't know. I don't know what the hiring process is for that. I'd be interested to see.
0: I would imagine they have some sort of psychological test before they can work at a facility like prison. I would imagine. I'm not 100% sure. Please let us know.
1: Yeah, definitely. You can email us at osdpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to get some insight on this because it's not something that I know very much about
0: yeah i would love if they would go through something like that because i think prison guards needs to be very emotionally and they have to be stable in in every ground because they do encounter with criminals on a daily basis so i would imagine it is a requirement
1: i mean i imagine that that would make you very hard as a person i mean imagine the kind of people that you're dealing with all day every day I'm not trying to be a bitch and just be like, yeah, like you're fucking disgusting for not treating people with like human compassion. But at the end of the day, I mean, these are still people, regardless of what they've done. So you can't let that color your life in a way that you just feel like it's okay to just watch people suffering. You still have to uphold a certain level of humanity.
0: And I can see an argument as well that they encounter a lot of like, oh, they are just acting trying to get it into the nursery for a layout day. But I would believe that it is easily distinguishable. Like, I believe you wouldn't believe the first complaint of him, right? Like, oh, I feel pain. Okay, get back in line. But when someone is going through the process of dying.
1: Yeah, he didn't fake his own death. (laughs) Now you
0: need to be like a fucking Oscar winning actor to pull something like that out. So, I don't know, man. I just think I, as a person, could differentiate someone trying to fake and someone actually dying.
1: See, this is kind of fucked up because I feel like, and this is maybe like my toxic trait, but I feel like I could fake an illness pretty well because when I was in school and I didn't want to be in class. ha ha ha! I had some crafty ways to to get to lay in the nurse's office or to get my parents to come and pick me
0: up. As kids, I think all of us had that, but you never really actually acted that you are dying on the floor. No,
1: of course not. So, yeah. My tummy aches. My tummy. Teacher. You know what my go-to was, though? Listen to this. You would go into the bathroom and you would run the water really hot you would get a mouthful of that sink water. Disgusting, I know. Don't fucking judge me. I was a different person back then. I'd get a mouthful of that sink water, like all hot and stuff, and then right before you'd get to the nurse's office, like you'd, you know, spit it out. You weasel. Uh, Yeah, oh yeah. You weasel. Oh, she's got a temperature. You gotta come get her.
0: (laughs) That's like, oh my God. No hot water in schools.
1: No, come on, I didn't mean to, don't don't listen to me, I was a bad kid. That's such a
0: visa (laughs) way. I never did that, basically. Uh, In elementary school, I played the tummy card. Yeah. But in high school, they were lucky if I went in, because I was a busy boy. (laughs) They
1: they were lucky. The tummy card, that's like entry-level stuff, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I was a professional, I'm sick.
0: I didn't need to be a professional.
1: I fucking hated high school, bro, I hated it. It was like a prison to me
0: seeing me was like a treat for my teachers they were like oh you were here and i'm like yeah i had a couple hours
1: you <laughs> had a couple hours i could spare I hello for some fun you know yeah
0: but kids don't do that don't do that to your parents because you kids think it's funny but don't be like me. stay in school and study yeah and think about it when you act that you are hurt The emotional torture a parent goes through. You don't want to do that to your parent.
1: Plus, like, I have such a different perspective now. They had to, like, miss work. You know, they were losing money. I understand that struggle now. I've grown a lot as a person. You know what I mean? Like, I realize now I, what I did was shitty. I don't know. I'll my trust it.
0: level towards you went down a
1: little. Stop. A uh, little, like. <laughs> Stop it. <how> sne-
0: <laughs> That's like super sneaky, weasley <laughs> way to get out of school. Like, they're going <laughs> to take my temperature. How can I get my mouse hot?
1: hot water from the sink like no <laughs> fucking brilliant is what i think you were trying to say
0: Bri- it, it, no you were a fucking genius i think we would have been great friends in high school <laughs> honestly yeah we would have hanged out yeah okay well Bean, i don't think we have much time for more no But before we leave, I would like to tell you guys the next episode is going to be about a movie that was quite shocking and being showed that movie to me and we discussed that we want to share what we've seen in that movie. So if you are a listener, become a listener. Listen to us!
1: Tell your friends about us. Don't keep us a secret. I mean... We're funny and lovable people.
0: Tell them we are a secret so they would be more inclined. Anyway. Ooh. Mm but yeah so we're gonna speak about Sodburn so next week before you listen to that episode just watch the movie because there's gonna be spoilers major spoilers it's a
1: great movie though so like definitely check it out
0: anyway I think it's before any more (laughs) news coming from Bean let's go to sleep
1: while we can yeah okay sweet dreams okay sweet dreams